Welcome to the American Lean Podcast, where we cover five topics in five days in about five minutes. The only place in the world where you can get daily lean coaching. Your host is Tom Reed, and he shares his 30 years of experience and covers leadership, culture, entrepreneurship, lean methodologies, industry 4.0, and interview special guests on their lean journey. We're glad you're here. So let's go. Welcome to the American Lean Podcast. It's Friday, so I get to speak with companies on the lean journey. And today we're going to have a little bit different conversation. I'm lucky enough to speak with Ben Groves, who is in charge of IoT and factories for FactoryWiz. So if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you know that on Thursdays I do talk about Industry 4.0 topics. And I thought this would be an outstanding opportunity to talk to somebody in that area of expertise. So Ben, welcome in. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your company. Hi. Yep, my name is Ben Groves. I'm based in Northwest Ohio, uh, originally from England, hence the accent. <laughs> a little bit about myself, I started off life as a, an applications engineer, programming, building machines uh, for a German machine tool builder. Uh, from there, I went to work for Fanuc, and that's where I learned a lot of what I do now in terms of uh, getting into the control and getting the information out. And then since 2010, I've worked as a UK agent for FactoryWiz. So really getting into the back end of um, the monitoring. So to tell you a little bit about FactoryWiz, it's developed by a company called RWM. That stands for Refresh Your Memory out of Corvallis, Oregon. RWM has been around for over 30 years now. They started off adding memory, uh, bubble memory to old machines, hence the name uh, Refresh Your Memory. Oh, okay. People are asking more about trying to monitor um, CNC equipment with DNC, and that's how the monitoring all came about. So factories monitoring has probably been around now for, I think, around about 12 years, maybe a little bit longer. Mm. There was uh, some previous versions. But yeah, that all comes from over 30 years of machine connectivity, whether it was DNC or advanced monitoring that we do now. Oh, excellent. So it sounds like you have a lot of experience in that space. Yes. So the monitoring is is real time, uh, machine monitoring and data collection. And that allows us to do all the historical analysis and linking it up to other systems. It's a real advanced uh, monitoring system because we've got a whole um, host of advanced data collection protocols. It's a web-based system, um, normally intranet, so it's local to within your facility. If people want to make it cloud-based, uh, they can do. That's no problem at all. But really, it's all about capturing the uptime and downtime of your machines, why they're not running. And if they are running, how well are they running? What's hindering the operator from doing his job? Uh, and that's the real main goal of factories and increase our customers' performance, productivity, and ultimately profits. On Thursdays, I talk about industry 4.0 topics. And a lot of companies, I don't think, are even aware of what's coming at them from an industry 4.0. What have you seen in the companies that you've talked with and, and just being out in the industry? Yeah, I would agree with that statement. That um, and The thing with industry 4.0 and the Internet of Things, it's a completely huge being. Um, it's not just about manufacturing. Um, it's about people's doorbells, sending them alerts. Um, right. It's about the ability to program their uh, washing machines from their phones when they're, from they're out and about. Um, so really, manufacturing is, itself is just a small part um, of the whole IoT and the Industry 4.0. And then also, when you then look into the um, manufacturing and digitizing your manufacturing, factories and machine monitoring again that's just a it's just a small part of it so we typically come across customers who have that they're starting on the bottom end and they're recording data on paper they're doing their planning 
in packages such as Excel. And then I go to the ones who have got the real top end where they're receiving a component model from their customer. They're loading it into software. The software is then breaking it down into a bill of material. Each individual part of this assembly is then calculated the cost of the job. And then it automatically generates a CNC program. It can automatically send that program to the machine. It can automatically schedule the job. The, their customer is able to see in real time exactly where in the process um, the supplier is and when they're going to be expecting their part. We're really looking at a complete broad spectrum. And I think the good thing with factories, when we go in, a lot of the customers we um, go to are starting on the lower scale, but they're embracing it, hence why they're um, capturing real-time data from their machine. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's really great for us to see. We did one not long ago where the customer was recording data on a large uh, whiteboard next to each machine, taking a photo of it on their phone, taking it back to the office and inputting that into Excel. Okay. And we came along and just digitized the entire process. Quite good that customers are really starting to get into it. Sure, sure. And the, to me, that just sounds like a lean kind of a transformation. You're digitizing information they're already collecting and and just eliminating a lot of steps in the process, which really is what lean's all about too, right? And uh, I think the ultimate end goal of um, Industry 4.0 is all aspects of using technology in all aspects of our life to become more lean. No, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Obviously, Apple just announced that they're coming out with 5G phones, uh, what, two days ago, I think it was. You know, yep. this is October 15th of 2020. And, you know, everybody's making a big deal about the 5G. And I think what a lot of organizations don't realize is that it's not totally rolled out yet, specifically from a phone, because the, the transmitters don't carry as far. The It's a much shorter wavelength, so you need a lot more repeaters, et cetera, et cetera. Does a company have to have 5G access in their factories to be able to benefit from factory whiz and what you guys are doing from a data collection perspective? Uh, no, they do not. Um, it actually doesn't affect us a great deal. Okay. In the sense that most of um, our installations tend to be local installations of our products. So the server that factories will reside on is on the local site. But where it will become useful going forward is just the speed for when people want to access the data externally on their phones. Um, so mm-hmm. that's really going to be the only real benefit for us. Okay. No, excellent. Now, we met because of a former client of mine, a company called W Machine Works in San Fernando, California. The owner there has been very excited about how you've been able to help them. Can you tell us a little bit about that story? Tell us how you've been able to help W Machine Works? W Machine Works, they originally started off, I'd say, with a degree of skepticism of machine monitoring. Um, like a lot of customers out there, you know, they weren't, um, they wanted to see for themselves how it benefit them. So they started off um, with just a couple of machines. So we hooked up factories, both the machine monitoring and DNC, just a handful of machines, and we got uh, real-time data coming out. One of the advantages of factories is we can stream quite a lot of information out of their machines. So then we started pulling out some macro variables, which were key to their um, decision-making, and um, we also automated some data. What we then did was we were putting um, large screen displays up around their shop floor, so that everybody in the business was seen from the same uh, okay. song sheet. Everybody could see exactly how well or how bad these machines were doing. So there was a, an accountability across the, um, uh, across the board so that from there, they quickly realized that they were seeing quite an uptake increase in their productivity. They're a pretty forward-thinking company. They've got some mm-hmm. really advanced equipment. Yep, uh, maybe they weren't getting the most out 
how to fit the time. But with Factories, they really started dialing it in. They had the screens up and they could see their productivity going up relatively well and relatively steady. They started off small. Pretty much straight away, they were like, let's do the rest of the shop. Mm, Uh, And just yesterday, what they're now doing is they're investing in more equipment, you know, using factories. They can see uh, their true utilization. So they're not just um, unnecessarily buying machines. They're buying machines because they can clearly see that they need new machines. Any new machine that goes in is going in with factories, which is great for us and great for them. Sure. Again, like I said, the, the owner was very happy. His name is Marzell McKean. Extremely happy with yep. what the information you guys have been able to provide for him. And just sounds like a good good case for you guys. Kind of along yep. with that, what are some of the typical benefits that companies tend to see when they deploy Factory Wiz? We eliminate a lot of guesswork. So now all of a sudden um, you're working with facts. So in terms of the machine monitoring, within Factory, it's actually the machine that does all of the time stamping. So now if you're unsure as if and when it was running and when exactly it did start, a lot of that information previously was open to operator's opinion. Yeah, the machine mm-hmm. started at around 7 a.m. Well, factually, it actually started at 7.15. And if you imagine the first, if you lose the first 15 minutes of every shift across each asset in your business across a year, that sure. adds up a lot. Yep, sure. So if you can just eliminate just that one little piece, that, that, that's great for any business. So we get them working with facts. We really like to visualize production data uptime of the machine, you know, the cycle times of the machines running correctly, um, any idle times, any concerns from the operators, you know, any holler, any bottlenecks, and really visualize as much as we can. And we, we like engage the operators as well with the tablets on each machine. Okay. Um, operate, operators, uh, in my opinion, can often not be properly listened to maybe. Um, I don't know if that's the correct term, but um, <laughs> the operator might be voicing his concerns and they're not really being listened to very sure, well. Sure. Now, if an operator's got a tablet on his machine and every time he has to go and find tools because they aren't readily available and he hits the tooling button, you can quickly see and build up, well, we're losing so many hours per week just because of tooling. You can put a value against that time now and you can say, okay, he was right all along. We do need to invest in some new Vending equipment, okay. um, for example. Um, people can make these decisions now based on fact rather than opinion. Sure. Also, the ability to be able to react in real time to issues out on the shop floor rather than waiting until the event has happened. You know, they're, they've got the ability to react in real time, get some process improvement from operator feedback. But the end goal and the end aim is to increase your productivity and profits and work with facts visual manufacturing, communication to the shop floor is how we do it. Yep. That's great. So, and I do realize every situation is different, but what's a typical cost to deploy? And then what might be a typical payback period for deploying factory whiz? Okay. That's a good question. They are all quite different. Cost will depend on age of machine. You'll hear us mention plug and play technology. So the labor time on a nice new Fanuc or Siemens machine which is plug and play, is a lot less than an older machine that we have to fit hardware to. Okay. So that has a that has an impact. But you tend to be aiming at around about two thousand dollars per machine. That is a one off two thousand okay. dollars. It's not a subscription based system. Think of it more as buying your house than renting your house. We are one off payment and it's a perpetual license. And if you were to take out an old machine and add a new one, 
you don't need to go buy another license and they're floating. So as long as you've got same number of licenses as machines, um, you're good. Okay. The return on investment is always a good question. And I say that is because when we go to most customers and we say to them, you know, where do you think your OE is currently at? We tend to hear 60, 70%. Right. In reality, we see a lot lower. Oh, yeah, yeah. We all say a very modest increase for these kind of customers that are starting at 30 or 40%. It, uh, if you had an increase of 5%, you can then calculate that on what your uh, hourly rate is, calculate what your return investment would be. We've actually got a calculator that we can supply our customers that will calculate based on your hourly billing rate and then an increase of 5%. The reality is what we do see for the customers who fully embrace factories and the large screen displays and engaging the operators, we tend to see that they're probably getting an increase closer to 20%. Oh, wow. Um, so their, their payback is way less. Sure. I have had customers tell me that it's been less than two months. I'm not saying that everybody's starting as low as that or everybody's starting super high. I think if you said six months, that's normally a pretty conservative okay. calculation. Yeah, no, that's. I would think most companies and most business owners would take a six-month payback on about anything. So that's that's some great numbers. What makes Factory Wiz unique? What's your unique selling proposition that separates you from the other competition that's out there? So some of the things that we've got, we um, have got a large number of um, what we call native data collection protocols. You might hear, um, especially when we're talking of Industry 4.0, MT Connect, um, mm -hmm. and things like that. And we do work with MT Connect, but we have actually also developed all of our own protocols. Um, Fanuc, Kitamura, Brother, OPCUA, Hyde 9, Mavac, Siemens, Akuma. So we're just plugging into those. But by using our own protocols, we can stream a whole lot load more information and we can pick and choose information from those machines than what some of our competition can get. We're also, we're not a subscription model. So it's a one-off payment, a perpetual license, and we only license by machine. So by that, you can have unlimited clients connected to the system. and You can have unlimited dashboards up around your shop floor. And because it's non-subscription, it means that you guys or the customer own the data. We do not own okay. the data. It's not a case where if you stop paying, you lose all of your information. <laughs> right. None of that. It's your data, and it resides in your facility. Um, unless you want to make it cloud-based, then you could do. Another thing is hardware. A lot of our competition like to um, use their own hardware. We do not. We like to use non-proprietary hardware. You can go to um, our suppliers, and you can buy it yourself, um, or obviously we can supply it. But yeah, we do not tie anybody down to any specific hardware. And also, our system is totally open. It's got a full API. Um, we encourage and promote customers to link factories up to their ERP and MRP system. Okay. So you can um, pass data between those systems. We do not hold anything back. It's one license cost for as much or as little information as you want. Hmm. Okay, that's excellent. Sounds like it's pretty much a full-blown system once you're paying per machine, get it set up, and you're off and running, and you're good to go. Yep, one license, one machine, and away you go. Excellent. So one final question, just tell us how we can reach out to you if pe people are interested and they want to learn more. How can they find you? So um, to start with, I'd recommend going to www.factorywiz.com, and on the website there, you'll see a whole host of um, videos about the product 
and then there's a um, contact us form. If you fill that in, uh, one of our sales representatives will be in touch. And then probably next thing we do is schedule an online demonstration and go from there. Okay, excellent. Sounds good. And that's factory, F-A-C-T-O-R-W-I-Z. So factorywiz.com. Excellent. Well, Ben, thanks so much for your time today and helping us learn a little bit more about IoT and Industry 4.0 and how we can begin to capture information from the machines we have in our shops. Appreciate the time. Pleasure talking to you. All right. Thank you. Have a great one. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. As always, we are honored to serve you, and we hope that you and your company are getting a little bit better every day. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and share it with others in the lean and business community. If you'd like to turbocharge your lean efforts, please visit us at AmericanLean.com.